Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys and really kind of dive in and, uh, you know, check out what's the, what are the best plays, what are the worst plays, and uh, talk about the MLB slate with you guys and uh, really just dive into it because we have a big one. Uh, this is not not something we see a lot right now, at least nowadays, because uh, they've been splitting the games up and playing games early, but we don't have that today. Uh, we have one game that's not on the slate. That's the Brewers and the Cubs, but the rest of them, they're all on the slate. Uh, starting at 7 o'clock, so, I mean, first of all, like, ownership is going to be out the window. Don't even worry about ownership on this slate. It's not really going to matter. Uh, there's tons of different pitchers to pay for, tons of different offenses to pay for. So, yeah, I don't think you have to worry about ownership at all on this slate. So, it should be really fun. Great for your cash games. Awesome for tournaments just because you don't have to worry about ownership. Again, it's a nice thing to do. So, yeah, uh, you know, excited about this MLB slate. We also have some big NBA games coming up this, uh, you know, tomorrow and or tonight and tomorrow. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Should be a great sports weekend with the draft going on too. So hopefully you guys, you know, a good weekend to try and, uh, you know, stay inside and watch those games if you can. But uh, let's dive right in and kind of talk about the uh, pitcher position first. And at the top, we got a lot of aces to look at here. At the top, we have Kluber and DeGrom. I mean, they're, they're two guys that have been pitching pretty well this season. Uh, definitely guys to like. Uh, DeGrom has the best matchup on the board. I think that's like the big thing to talk about here. Problem is the price, right? It's kind of expensive on a site like DraftKings. Uh, I'm a little worried about it. Fantasy Draft 2, he's really expensive. Uh, again, I think he's a good play. He's a guy that I'm probably going to have exposure to more on FanDuel rather than DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he's a really great play. If you want to play him and you have the money for it, go go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like on these two-pitcher sites, it's more so looking to be uh, Steven Strasburg for me. I really like his price. Again, like I said with DeGrom, matchup's incredible. We're going to have a lot of righties there. Should definitely dominate. Should be. It's just a great spot, but uh, I don't know. Strasburg is just... The price is too cheap. Uh, that's just... It's not, that's just too cheap for that price. It's crazy. Uh, I, I don't know why he's been really like priced down this year, and I want to take advantage of it before it keeps going up, up, and up. Uh, he's against the Car- uh, not Cardinals. I see Arizona. I'm thinking uh, football, the draft last night, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and that Diamondbacks offense is not good. Uh, you look at that lineup up and down right now. It is not pretty. I mean, they have Peralta, Goldschmidt, and Pollock, right? Those are guys that we worry about a little bit. Those are three really good bats. But then other than that, it's like Kettle Marte, Daniel Descalso, batting fifth, Avila sixth, Ahmed, Dyson. I'm just really not worried about this Diamondbacks lineup at all. Uh, Vegas likes, you know, Strasburg 3.16 run total. That's obviously going to be in his favor. Wind's blowing in a little bit, so that's something that helps. I know DeGrom's going to have that really nice park. In San Diego, in that really nice matchup, but the more and more I think about it, it's just Strasburg, Strasburg, Strasburg. He's the guy that I want because of the price. Uh, I'm fans of when it's when it's closer in price. I like uh, you know Degrom, but that's kind of the guys that I'm looking at there. 
Looking at the next one, Corey Kluber, right? He's a guy that I think you really, really have to uh, be considering. The problem is it's the Mariners, right? Uh, the Mariners, they don't strike out a ton. That's the one thing that you know about them. They, they don't strike out a lot. And this is a pretty decent offense. It's not one that I really want to attack. And do we ever say to ourselves, hey, let's attack the Seattle offense? It's not really something many people do. So, uh, you know, I just don't know how interested I am. Also, there is some weather, it looks like, that's going to happen. And again, uh, that's Kevin Ross' job to figure out. But right now I'm seeing that there's going to be weather between 5 and 10. And I don't know how heavy it is and, you know, if the storms will move. I don't know all that. But uh, obviously just that has me slightly concerned. So something I'm going to be watching up to lock. I just think, again, Kluber, really phenomenal tournament play. A guy that can strike out any team on any day. He, he's a really great pitcher. But I just am going to stay away, I think. And I'm going to go more DeGrom or I'm going to go Strasburg. That's kind of my thought so far at the top at pitcher on today's slate. There's still some other good pitchers on this slate too. And there's some guys that are overpriced like like Ryu here. Like why is he more expensive than Strasburg? Uh, That's pretty crazy to me. He's a guy that he's been great to start out the year. I get it. If you've been, you know, say you've, uh, you were on the train to start out and you've been riding this gravy train and you want to keep riding it out until it burns, go ahead and play him again. I always say that to people, but I'm not going to be chasing Ryu right now. I know he's been phenomenal, but uh, he's got to regress here. I I don't know. And, uh, I mean, the Giants are not a spot where I'm thinking it's going to happen because uh, the, the the Giants, man, they, they are striking out a ton so far to start out the year, and they're a team that we're not used to being a more strikeout-heavy team, which is interesting. But, uh, yeah, Ryu, he's just a guy that at that price, I'm uh, just going to Strasburg instead. I like the matchup for him a little better and the price and the talent of the pitcher. Severino, uh, he's a guy to like, but it's the Angels' offense. Do we want to target the Angels' offense? I'll pass on that. I know it's a nice park upgrade for him, but I don't think I need to be doing it. If you want to in tournaments, I get it. He's a pretty elite arm, but I don't know. Again, I just in this price range, that's not where I'm going to go. Aaron Nola, he's a guy that I love. I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Nola and what he's you know his pitches. He's just phenomenal. Has a really nice uh, curve, so he's a guy that I, I like playing a lot. Problem is, is the matchup against the Braves. Uh, the Braves are not a fun team to target. They they got a lot of guys that, that are you know really good base runners. They have really good hitters, just like good contactors. Good, they got a nice amount of power. I mean, this lineup is sneaky good. Uh, so I'm not targeting the Braves here, or sorry, Nola here. I just don't think it's the right spot for Nola. I'll pass. And you even see, like, he just played him pretty recently. I don't really like taking my pitchers when they played a team recently because they just saw us pitches and whatnot. And I know that it's like a division rival, but, you know, when you see a pitcher the second time uh, pretty recently, I think it's always, it always favors the hitters a little bit. And, uh, you know, he even have a great outing the last time. And I'm not trying to be like, too, like, results-oriented, but the Braves are just not a team I like to target too much. So I'm staying away from Nola. Dallas Keuchel, he, Man, the matchup against the A's, it's kind of interesting. He's a great, like, real-life talented pitcher, but he just doesn't get the case for me to want to play him in DFS. But I do like the price. If you, let's just say you're building a team and you land on 8,800, right? I wouldn't hate putting him in and just being like, I, I like my other pitcher. I like my offenses a lot. And I feel like Keiko won't kill me completely. Uh, you just got to realize the upside for, like, you know, double-digit Ks is probably not there because he doesn't do that. Uh so if, if you're just comfortable with, at this price tag, maybe getting a little bit above 20, uh, I guess that's kind of fair and what he'll probably end up doing here against Oakland. So uh, I don't hate the play with Dallas Keuchel, but I'm not not totally in love with it. We know how the A's offense, they can uh, they can sometimes do some damage. And what they also do is they get really ready heavy, and that would worry me about Keuchel. Again, I, I like Keuchel as a real-life pitcher. I think he's really talented, but when a team just gets full ready heavy on you, that, that 
can be a little bit scary at times. Uh, and so yeah, that's kind of it for Keuchel. More of a better real life pitcher than a DFS guy for me. Zach Godley, uh, I just I don't love this matchup for him as much. This also depends on what lineup that they uh, they roll out here in Washington because Washington has a really ugly lineup right now. It is not pretty what they're putting out there with the injuries that they've been dealing with with Adam Eaton and Anthony Rendon. So I kind of have to see what the Nationals lineup is. The projected lineup we have is Trey Turner, Kendrick, Harper, Zimmerman, Adams, Weers, Taylor, and Defoe. I mean, that's not that pretty either. If you want to take a shot on, on Godley in tournaments when a lot of people being on Strasburg, I don't hate it. It's a nice leverage play in tournaments. People will not be on Godley. I think that's pretty interesting. So uh, if you want to play him, I don't mind it. Uh, not one of my favorite plays, but I think in this range, uh, I wouldn't hate going this route. And actually, in this range, he probably is my favorite play in this range if you if you force me to, but this is not a range that's absolutely loaded, right? It's just kind of Nola, Keiko, Godley, and then Minaya, who we'll get to now. And I'm not targeting the, uh, you know, the Astros. It just doesn't, not a winning proposition. Uh, there's just no need for me to do that. And again, yeah, he had that great outing against uh, the Red Sox. And I'll say this, man. Minai is a guy that I wanted to be on to start out the year and kind of like ride out, but these matchups have been so bad. But he and he's looked phenomenal, so uh, it's kind of unfortunate. Uh, I'm not going to play Minai here though. If you played him in the last start, right, uh, give him another shot because you got the no hitter. Congrats, but uh, I'm not going to play him here today. There's a lot of guys in this next range of pitchers, uh, and I guess it's just. Kind of the rest of the guys. Uh, I know like there's a, a bunch of prices. So I'm going to go basically from uh, 7,800 down and talk about some of these guys and who I like, who I don't like. Ronaldo Lopez, he's a guy that I'll pass on here. Don't think we need to really, really go that route. I, he has he has upside in tournaments where I wouldn't hate it against a team like the Royals. We're not that great of an offense, so I wouldn't hate going that route in tournaments. But again, I'm a cash game player. I, I kind of uh, you know look at it more from a cash game perspective. But in tournaments, I wouldn't hate going the Lopez route. Uh, definitely goes for a park upgrade from uh, the Chicago White Sox park to the Kansas City Royals one. So that's obviously helpful. Tyler Anderson is up next, and hey, it's great. He gets out of cores, goes into Miami. Really nice upgrade for him. If you look at what he's done so far to start this year, he's been decent. He hasn't been bad. Uh, I know, uh, you know, look at some of the other stats. They're a little ugly, but he's got some K upside, right? The Ks are kind of there. Uh, he had some matchups, you know, some tough ones, right? Coupling cores and had had a bunch against San Diego, but uh, I don't know. I I don't love his price. It like kind of has me cringing play, paying that price for Tyler Anderson because I don't really play him much. But uh, I don't know. Someone have to dive into a little bit more. I don't have him. Uh, you know, he's not a guy that I want to just cross off the table. I think he's someone to consider. I know the my, the Marlins haven't been striking out a ton, and, and that's kind of a little frustrating. They you know they got the Kershaw the other day like that. That was something that was frustrating. But uh, Kershaw was so owned, it didn't matter that much. But either way, it's just one of those things where the Marlins offense is not good. Uh, you have to trust that throughout the rest of the season. Uh, can't be results oriented. So uh, I think Anderson is certainly in play, even at that price, which kind of feels high, just because uh, again I don't really play Tyler Anderson much because he's normally really cheap and in cores. But I don't mind him. Then we got the Lizard King, uh, Miles. Mikolas and against the against the Pirates nice park upgrade for him there's a lot of upside here I do worry about the Pirates matchup a little bit they're a team that doesn't strike out a lot a team that we don't like to target too much uh, I have to see what the lineup is if the lineup can kind of get ugly that'll be nice but uh, I have to really see that lineup with Mikolas uh, but he's certainly in play right he's in the player pool likely gets kicked out of it but I think he's in play and someone I am considering and need to really see that Pirates lineup to uh, pull the trigger because I'm, I'm curious of him. I think he's a really interesting play. And uh, I don't know, who, who doesn't want to lose their guy named the Lizard King, right? It, it's such a funny nickname. 
Drew Pomerantz, he's someone to consider. You know, you get the Tampa Bay Rays, they're a team that we want to target a lot. Uh, Definitely always going to be a team that I want to look at. Game is in Boston, though. That's the one thing I have some concerns about with the ballpark, right? Uh, Park upgrade for the Rays and Pomerantz coming back from injury. He looked... I guess you could say okay. Uh, Only pitched 3.2 innings and, uh, you know, just his pitch count was like driven up very high. Uh, Had seven strikeouts though, which is really impressive. Uh, I just worried about that pitch count getting driven up and it went up to 88 pitches. And if you're worried, was he on a pitch limit of 90 pitches? And could that be the case again? Last start, he was at 100 to 105 uh, pitch count, they said. So I wouldn't worry about that. I think he was just struggling a ton uh, with his control. And he, like I said, he got some of the strikeouts, but he was just uh, just having too many issues running up that pitch count. And they wanted to just get him out of there uh, as soon as possible. So uh, yeah, and they probably like the matchup to get out of the inning. It was probably like bases loaded or something just because uh, he did give up some hits but he was getting those strikeouts. So I think you can take a shot on him again here against the Rays. Uh, The price, 7,500, I don't mind. It's a little scary just seeing that 3.2 innings. But again, he went 88 pitches. Hopefully he can just keep a little better control. And like I said, the strikeouts were there. Uh, I would assume there'd be enough strikeouts here against the Rays. I know they've been hitting pretty well, but I think he is in play. And I I, I think Snell, he's a guy that I I like the talent of him. He's a guy I wish I could play on this slate, but I don't like the matchup though. The Red Sox is not a team to target. Uh, I would stay away from Blake Snell here. Again, love the price, love the talent of the pitcher, but don't like this matchup enough. I will stay away from him. Danny Duffy, he gets a great matchup against the White Sox, but uh, if you guys remember, uh, the White Sox, they kind of uh, destroyed Duffy in his first start of the season. Uh, Definitely something that was uh, concerning, and he wasn't looking so great. And he had a a couple nice performances to bounce back from it, but then last start struggled. He's just, I think, going to be a guy that's going to be really boom-bust this year. Uh, I wouldn't take a shot on him, though, against the White Sox offense. Uh, They can hit lefties really well, and they can be scary at times. So uh, I think they're a team that I do want to target throughout the year, but more so with right-handed pitchers or very talented left-handed pitchers. Marcus Stroman, it's weird. 6,700. Why is he this cheap? It doesn't make any sense. Why has he been so bad? You look at the matchups too, right? You, you, you think today, hey, oh, he gets Texas. This will be a great matchup. Well, last t- outing against Texas, he struggled a ton. Gave up five runs, only went four, 4.2 innings. And the other problem is, is he doesn't have a lot of strikeout upside. We, we love, you know, we love Stroman because he's really good at just being a great, uh, you know, soft contact uh, ground ball pitcher that uh, doesn't give up a ton of runs and he uh, is really good at limiting the damage and that has not been the case this year I'm gonna have to fade Stroman in this spot I get it at this price it, it just looks appealing but I will pass on him same with Julio Tejeron another guy uh, I know he's looked good the last couple starts and one against Philly he looked great too he's gonna be a really boom bust guy he's more of a tournament play if you have 6,500 and want to play him in tournaments I get it totally understand I think you can take a shot but uh, I don't know I'm not taking a shot on him in tournaments that's that's just my take uh i'll stay away i do worry about the phillies a little bit and uh it's a smaller ballpark too that has me worried philadelphia is a uh is a more of a hitter's park so i'm gonna stay away from Tehran. i do like luis castillo for cheap one reason i like him uh i am biased towards him i'm kind of a castillo homer i think he's a really talented pitcher and someone that i love playing all the time uh he's just someone that i i naturally gravitate to and i think his price has been too cheap to start out the year he's someone that i want to play and one thing i love about him is the strikeout upside uh it's just it's just there. Like he's always going to have a uh, strikeout upside almost on any slate. One thing I like with a, even in cash games with my pitchers, I love taking a guy that I know has a, a lot of strikeout opportunities. And uh, I just think it's a really interesting spot for him. It's not like one of those spots where it's the Brewers and I, I feel really safe about getting a lot of strikeouts, but 
just for 6,300, it seems too cheap where I don't mind taking a shot on him. Uh, Twins offense, I kind of want to see what the lineup is because their lineup can, uh, you know, sometimes it can be a little, little, little watered down. So I'm really curious to see what they decide to do with the lineup. But uh, I like Castillo. The Twins have a strikeout percentage at 21.5 again uh, against righties, 21.5%. Uh, it's, it's they struggle a lot more against righties and lefties. Uh, I, I think that this could be a uh, I think this could be a spot where uh, we definitely sorry wrong strikeout percentage. They strike out uh, yeah 28.9% against uh, righties rather than lefties. I knew it was more extreme than that. Uh, so 28.9% against uh, you know righties and then against lefties 20.2%. Righties is where they struggle more. So. So, uh, yeah, Castillo is a guy that I want to target on this slate. I like him a lot, and he's just way too cheap. I think he's going to be my cash game SB2 pitcher. The problem is uh, I need to kind of get more, you know, the lineups out there and really play around things. If I can double pay up for DeGrom and Strasburg, I'll do my best to. I don't have, I don't feel like I have this, uh, I think there's good bats on this slate, but I don't have this, like, offense that I feel like I have to pay for, this hitting environment. Like, I don't have Coors or, you know, let's say uh, the Yankees with those expensive outfielders and the wind blowing out and it being hot. I don't have that situation. So, but if you want to go cheap, Castillo is, I think, my guy here. Below Castillo, eh, there's not a lot that I really want to roster here in this range. And again, I don't think we have to go that much lower than him. But if we are, uh, let's kind of talk about the guys. Mike Miner against Toronto. That's a pass for me. Don't think I need to be playing him in this spot. I know he's had a couple decent outings here and there. And even against Toronto, it was his best outing of the year. He looked pretty good, but... Uh, I don't know. I think I'm kind of going to uh, stay away from him in this spot. Just, uh, I don't know. No need for me to go him here. Actually, I just, you know, I paused the podcast because I kind of thought about it. I was wondering, uh, you know, why did Miner have such a good start against Toronto? And I was kind of thinking more about it while I was talking and just rambling like I always do. But, uh... I don't know. Mike Meyer is actually more interesting. And one thing I want to look up again, uh, I don't know, you guys, um, you listen to a lot of RG content. You know the Siege loves uh, the sliders against Toronto. It's a thing. It's something that they have struggled a ton against. And uh, Mike Meyer actually throws them a lot. So I think he's actually more interesting. Uh, if you ever go on, uh, you know, Brooks Baseball, that's a site that I use to look at that. And it's this year, throw the slider 43% of the time against lefties and 26 against righties. Uh, I think he's interesting. He's someone I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consider more and more here. So. So, uh, yeah, scratch what I said before. Again, I kind of paused the pod just to double check and make sure because, again, it was it was weird. It popped off to me. I said, why, why do you have such a good start? Because it was a it was a pretty, uh, pretty extreme game for him. So, yeah, I, I'm going to consider it more. And I think if you're building, you know, a bunch of teams, I want to put him in there. You know, if you're a one lineup guy, uh, I mean, I wouldn't hate it, I guess. But uh, it's probably something I don't wouldn't feel as comfortable with. But it seems like more of one of those things. If I was building a player pool of pitchers, I want to get him in there. And you, it's such a small slate or such a big slate. You don't have to get that much percentage of him. No one's going to roster him, I feel like, today. Uh, Mike Fires, uh, yeah, I'll pass on him. Uh, he'll, he'll have his outings here and there. I think that White Sox one was like typically one to target. He's a very boom-bust guy. He has strikeout upside, but he also can give a lot of fly balls up and give a lot of hard contact. Uh, and, it, you know, the White Sox, again, if you look at the game logs, he, he had a good, uh, you know, had a good game against the White Sox, and uh, he will struggle at times in certain matchups. And this is a matchup, uh, again, Baltimore, I know they can strike out a ton, but they've been swinging the bat a lot better recently. And in this ballpark, I will stay away. Uh, I think that'll be a great spot for Manny Machado to hit one out against Fires, but uh, I'll stay away from Fires here. 
Derek Holland, not pass. He's terrible. Phil Hughes, he is bad at baseball. Andrew Heaney, uh, not the right matchup for you. Uh, I don't mind uh, Heaney that much. He's he's whatever, right? Uh, but uh, it's just this cheap. I'm trying, again, he's 4,800, right? Uh, at this point, these pitchers are so cheap. It's like, what do they really have to do for us? Uh, but again, a matchup against the Yankees is one I would rather stay away from. Jose Urena, I will pass against the Rockies offense. Clayton Richard, sort of, kind of, maybe. Can we, like, pull it off and make it work? I mean, last outing, he was only, you know, he's 4,500, and it was on a course slate, and he ended up getting you 12.5, and you weren't mad about it. And the Mets offense, it's cooled off a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't hate it if you're reaching in this range. And again, if you're jamming in bats uh, and you have to go down here, I guess you could go Richard, right? That's the guy I think I'd go. I wouldn't go Ramirez. I doubt I would go, uh, you know, yeah, I wouldn't go Chris Tillman. I hate Chris Tillman. He's terrible at baseball. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, pitcher is ugly today. Uh, oh, yeah, and then there's Steven Brault, uh, who, I don't know, why is he so cheap? He is, like, really cheap. Uh, very odd to see him at this price, but I don't really want to target the Cardinals offense that much uh, here either, especially with lefties. Uh, there, there's some guys that are righties that can hit him pretty well. So unless that Cardinals offense gets ugly, uh, I know Pham was got hurt the other day, but then was in the lineup again. So I, I don't know. I, I will I will stay away. This range is just a little ugly. And uh, I don't know. I think uh, Mike Miners is the lowest I will go here. And uh, again, love Castillo. He's a guy I'm a big fan of. Uh, so yeah, Castillo and Miner at this cheap range are guys that I'm interested in. Drew Pomerantz, I think he is an interesting play. Uh, like even Mikolas and Anderson, those are guys I would consider too. And even Ronaldo Lopez, that range right there in that mid seven Ks is, is interesting for tournaments. Uh, guys that I'd be considering, and uh, I probably can't play them all, but I'm, I'm putting them in the player pool right now, and then I'll uh, have to do my Xing out as the slate goes on. Godley, I don't mind him in that range. He's probably the guy I would take. And then at the top. Uh, you know, from Severino up, give me Strasburg, give me DeGrom, and then uh, I guess Kluber would be my number three, and the other two I would not play, but uh like Strasburg and DeGrom the most, and uh, depending on the site is depending how I'll play them uh, with, this, with the salaries. So that about wrap up pitcher. Let's move on to the catcher position. As you guys know, I'm a cash game guy, so catcher's position, I'm not really prioritizing too much. I think the route in tournaments is, hey, if you're, you know, if you're not going just and picking home runs out here and there, if you're playing a team, I don't mind always put my catcher in my stack. That's something I normally like to do if I can. Uh, if you're building four fours, five three stacks, uh, I always try and throw my catcher in there as long as he's like a, a decent catcher that can hit a little bit. But uh, if we're going one-offs or just guys are picking in tournaments, like, of course, Gary Sanchez at the top against the lefty. Yes, he makes sense. He's someone to consider. Uh, but I like Wellington Castillo for really cheap. 3,100 against Danny Duffy. Uh, I, I like Castillo. I think he is someone that's intriguing, someone that I will be considering a lot on this slate. Yadier Merlina, I don't mind him as a play. I think that he's someone that we can look to target. Uh, Wilson Ramos, again, another guy that gets a lefty, that it's a righty that hits uh, lefties very well. So he's someone that I would look at here uh don't love the catcher position again not a spot where i'm looking to target uh, a ton of these guys at the top i try to pay for cheap if i can as much as i can like you get evan gaddis for only 3200 against a lefty i know it's a talented lefty but uh, i'm just trying to find these guys in the cheaper range that i would rather target uh, i would always love to pay for gary sanchez but i think going uh the cheaper you can is the better uh route that, that you can try, try and do uh, i would also wouldn't hate james mccann a little bit against chris tillman because 
Chris, Chris Tillman's just bad. Uh, he's just a guy that you want to target. But uh, that's about it for catcher. Uh, I think it's a position that, again, like I said, I'm, I'm going to try my best to kind of pay down a little bit. I like that mid 3K range. That sounds like the spot where I'm going to be uh, living and waiting for lineups to come out because that can always uh, sway my opinions a big time at the catcher position on the slate. Let's move on to the first base position. The guy that catches my eye the most in cash games is Joey Vato. Uh, you know, Joey Vato, uh, that's uh, Chop's boy that he talks about. Uh, you know, rolls the rolls the V-O-T-T-O very nicely. I tried my best impersonation, but it probably wasn't that great. But I like him here. I mean, 4100 is a crazy price tag against Phil Hughes. I know that, that that left field fence is not the easiest to obviously bang the ball out of the park, but... Uh, Votto's your great cash game play here. I'm sure he'll draw his walks and he'll just he'll get me he'll get me points right for 4100. I'm not expecting a zero from him. He'll get me a walk here and there, and he's got a chance to hit one out too. Uh, I, this is a great spot against Philly Hughes for him. So I'm in love with Votto. He's a guy that I'm going to be playing here a ton. Uh, if you can pay up for Freddie Freeman, I love paying up for Freddie Freeman. Problem is, I don't know if I will be a play, paying up for Freddie Freeman. Matchup against Nola is not the most appealing one, but if you're playing tournaments, no one will play him. So I think he's interesting. Miguel Cabrera, I love him in this spot. Uh, you know, Chris Tillman, again, he's just a bad pitcher that I want to target. Giving up a lot of hard contact per usual. I mean, Chris Tillman is a guy that we want to target. Uh, that Tigers offense in that stadium in Baltimore is definitely going to be something that's really appealing. Again, like if you look at the hard contact and you go to Rotogrounders plate IQ, I mean, everything is red on him. He is just terrible at everything that he does. Uh, so yeah, he is someone that I want to be loading up on. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to find the hard contact against righties. And again, righties, it's 40.2% and lefties, it's 34.5%. Uh, I actually think, uh, and you know, I'm trying to think like just like the past couple of years and I've normally targeted Tillman like with a lot more righties so uh, i think these a lot of these power righties like castillo miguel castillo in this uh tigers offense are going to be guys again like uh, you know they're good hitters but they're gonna be guys that i want to target whenever i target chris tillman just a note because he plays every five days and he's bad whenever i target chris tillman in my tournament specifically a lot of people just naturally want to go oh let me get those lefties in there i kind of try to go a little bit of the opposite like if i was building you know a yankee stack right of course i want gary sanchez uh you know I guess Yankee Stack's a bad example, but uh, let's just say if there's like a lefty in there, like that's a good, uh, you know, that's a good hitter, uh, but he's not a guy that I'm in love with. I'll, I'll leave him off, right? Even if he's batting towards the top, because I just think those righties are more guys I like to target with. Uh, but again, uh, I'm going to load up here uh, with a lot of these guys like the Martin, Candelario, Cabrera, Castillo, uh, McCann. I think all these guys are in play. Tillman's just bad. Uh, sorry for the side ramp, but uh, I'm going to be loading up on Tillman today. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, again, love him in this spot. Someone that I want to target. We got uh, Chris Davis uh, with a C against Mike Fires. I guess you could do it because he's home run prone, but eh, he is a scary guy to play. Uh, yeah, wouldn't touch him in cash games and tournaments, maybe, but eh, I don't know. I don't really want to. He, he's popping for me, but I'm not that interested. He just that guy is not someone a fun roster for me. Steve Pierce against a lefty. Uh, that's a guy that I'm always interested in. I know Miner's been pretty good though, but uh, you know Steve Pierce whenever he's against a lefty, he's normally gonna be batting first. Like him there. Uh, we got Wilmer Flores against uh, you know a guy like Clayton Richard, uh, lefty there. So I think that's in play. Someone that I would definitely be playing. Like his price a lot. Uh, probably more of a play I'm going to try and get in a different position because he is he's probably not just first base eligible oh he is now man he was he was eligible other positions they moved him to just first base eligible so that's the problem right I love Wilmer Flores I'm a big fan of him especially against lefties and like 
I really just want to play Votto, though, and Miguel Cabrera. That's a range I like a lot, but 3300 is a nice price savings, and I think he just gets completely overlooked on this slate now. Uh, he's a guy that if he was eligible to other positions, I'd be all over, but uh, man, I, the price is really cheap, and against Richard, uh, that's someone I want to be targeting. It's just, wow, he's going to go under own just because of that. So again, like Wilmer Flores, if you need a value, uh, he's definitely someone to be considering on this slate. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's about it though. I mentioned a lot of different guys for you. Again, it's a really big slate there. There's guys to obviously like all around the board at first. It's pretty loaded today, but uh, those are those, uh, if you give me, if I, if you're doing three entry max and there's, uh, you know, three guys that play probably Vado, Miguel Cabrera, and then Wilmer Flores, uh, still other good plays though. Like Jose Martinez or Jose, yeah, Jose Martinez against a lefty, uh, Jose Abreu against a lefty, a lot of good spots here to look at. Let's go on to the next position. We have second base. And of course, as always, at the top, you know, we got Jose Altuve against the lefty. Someone to consider. If you want to pay up for, I get it. Someone that I would love to pay up for, but depends if I have the money. Uh, Don't know if I will have the money. Don't know if there will definitely be a spot where I look to target him for sure. Uh, Kipnis against, uh, you know, a bad righty. I wouldn't hate that for to get exposure to this Cleveland offense. I know there's weather there, and it's something to be concerned about. But they do have one of the higher run totals, so uh, I like him. Scooter Jeanette, if he's batting in the 4 or 5 hole, I think he's going to be interesting. Cesar Hernandez, if you can spend on Cesar Hernandez, I wouldn't mind that. Jose, Julio Tejeron, bad against lefties. Gives up stolen bases as well. I'm sure the catcher back there will be Kurt Suzuki, who, again, we can steal on. I think this is a pretty good spot for him here. I think that uh, Cesar Hernandez is a really interesting play if you need to go cheap and you have a good lineup spot for him jerickson profar that's a guy i think is interesting even astrubal cabrera against richard there's a lot of good guys here at second base to like uh i don't know it it, it is a lot of actually good plays uh one of those days where i'm pretty surprised because second base is not normally a spot where i'm all over and absolutely love the position but uh, i think there's a lot of different guys in different ranges like ozzy albies if you're doing a brave sack wouldn't hate making sure you get him in there i even think matt carpenter is actually pretty interesting here against uh against brawl so uh yeah i i would be considering him too and uh i actually yeah brawl yeah definitely want to target him against brawl a little bit he he's popping for me i don't know why he's popping it's lefty lefty but uh hey he's popping in the model i'm not going to argue it i think it's a really interesting contrarian tournament play probably not in cash games but uh yeah i, I like this cardinal stack a little bit too so i don't mind throwing in lefty lefty guys when i think uh, you know, team's going to get that bullpen early. So uh, I would make sure to get him in there in your Cardinal stacks. Third base is a position on this slate where it's, it feels pretty dry, a position that I really don't want to be targeting too much. Uh, re- really not the biggest fan of it. Uh, of course, the top, right? There's talented hitters. There's Arenado. There's Jose Ramirez. If you can pay for them, sure, I, I would love to. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be a spot where I look more so to go a little down. I, I, I like, and I know he's kind of, you know, more expensive relative to all the f- third basemen, but uh, 4,200 uh, targeting Tillman with uh, Candelario. I think he is someone that is in play and someone that I'm going to be considering strong for my cash games and loading up on in tournaments today on this slate. Uh, looky here, you know, I don't know. It's just other than that, it's getting kind of ugly. I mean, down low, like Frazier at 3,900, I, I would go there. Uh, but I don't know. I was looking at it before and I just, I couldn't find guys that I really loved. And I mean, you got Longoria against a lefty, but it's against a lefty. that has been pretty good to start out the year. Uh, I guess Pedro Alvarez against a home run prone. Mike Fires makes some sense if he's batting in the two hole. Nice little value play. But again, it can obviously be scary. Could get you zero. Have to be willing to embrace that kind of variance with him. But man, third base is ugly today. Uh, it's it's not a position I love. Not one that I'm really 
Going to be going too crazy with, so uh, Matt Davidson, I guess, you know, he hit those two runs yesterday against a lefty. I guess that can make sense, but I don't know. Uh, Kingery, uh, if he's batting high in the order against the Hayron, he's got some speed. Uh, you can plug in Carpenter, like I said, I don't, he's against a lefty here, and I guess he's, he's popping, right? He's someone, I don't know why he is there, but he's really cheap too, so batting high in the order, I guess I would consider him for really cheap, so I don't know, that's about third base though, it is kind of ugly, it's not pretty, and uh, let's move on to the shortstop position, and kind of check this out here, and at the top, we have Lindor, who's someone that obviously I always love, and it would be a great way to get exposure to the Indians offense, because I don't really like this uh, position at all on this slate, uh, Jose Peraza, he's a good value at 3,400. Wouldn't hate him. If you want to pay up at the top, maybe Machado's another guy I like. Uh, I think that's good exposure against Mike Fires. Feels like a good candidate to hit a home run tonight. And then against the lefty, like Tim Anderson is, is intriguing. Uh, you know, decent price tag of 3,700. If you can get a good lineup spot, say he's batting first. I guess you could go him, but uh, yeah, shortstop's kind of not my favorite spot here. So I guess so far it's just Lindor, Peraza, Machado, and Anderson. That's kind of the spot I'm at. Maybe Profar. Not too many of these other guys. It's just uh, not my favorite position. Uh, I don't know. It feels like I might have to pay up here too because it's like kind of ugly. Maybe go to a Machado or a Lindor. It's good exposure uh, to against you know bad pitchers like my fires and like Lindor just seems like a really interesting play. Uh, and just again, I want to get exposure to that Cleveland offense if this game plays. So he's someone that I would obviously be considering. Uh, and obviously, again, like I said, it feels like a really good spot to kind of. Uh, when you make your stacks work, just throw in a shortstop uh, on your team. As long as you got enough like power, uh, and if you're targeting a bad pitcher, it seems like an optimal route. So uh, a good filler spot or maybe a spend down spot if you have to. Uh, and wouldn't hate go kind of going that route. Uh, like I said, the Peraza though, I like his price. He is definitely someone that's really appealing. And this Reds offense is uh, is going to be interesting. It's Phil Hughes because a bad pitcher. Phil Hughes and Chris Tillman, those are two guys that are bad, bad pitchers. And guys I'm going to want to get some exposure to and be targeting the rest of the year. Let's move on to the outfield though. And uh, outfield absolutely loaded i'm gonna go uh you know it's, it's always loaded but i'm gonna go team by team to kind of break it down uh and uh i'll start rattling them off here so cardinals uh fam ozuna and and fowler i think they're all in play really interesting guys you want to get, get exposure to like their prices too around the industry i mean uh it's just way too cheap against a guy like brault so uh yeah i, I like uh, i like them here actually wait i was looking at the fanduel pricing my bad don't want to get that wrong for you guys it looked cheap for uh DraftKings, but i had the wrong one up so fanduel or, or sorry, DraftKings. Uh, I like Ozuna and Fowler's price the most. Fam, if you can pay up for him, sure. But uh, that, that price on Ozuna is really cheap. And Fowler, I think they're all really, really interesting options and guys that you should be considering a ton. So yeah, uh, Cardinals, again, not in the greatest ballpark. Definitely a little upsetting that it's out in Pittsburgh, but uh, they are certainly uh, an in-place stack today on the slate. Diamondbacks, stay away from them. They're against Strasburg. No need to play those guys. Uh, I will pass on them. Uh, Washington Nationals, I mean, yeah, sure. If you, if you have the money for Bryce Harper and you think Matt Adams is a good value, go for it. But uh, not guys I'm super interested in. Against Sarah Nola and Ciarte Marquecas and Akuna Matata, uh, I will probably pass on all of them unless I do a Brave stack. If you're doing a Brave stack, yeah, of course, mix them in. But uh, Nola's not a guy I'm trying to target on this slate. Abdul Herrera, Hoskins, Nick Williams, and Kingery. I think those guys are all in the play in the outfield against a, a bad pitcher like the Heron. Uh, they got a lot of speed there, too, that can help. Uh, definitely all cash viable and interesting tournament plays. Tigers offense, Martin, uh, Nick Blastolanos, and Kobe Jones all in play. I like this Tiger stack against T Chris Tillman. 
I agree on them. They're going to be guys I'm going to be loading up on. If you make me play any uh, Orioles here, I think it's probably Trey Mancini. Uh, I think that's the one guy I would go to. Don't hate Adam Jones, but probably prefer Mancini if you force me to pick. Texas offense, uh, if you want to play all those lefties, I get it. Uh, you know, Chu, Mazzara, Gallo, even the Shields against Stroman, sure. But I I don't know. I'm expecting Stroman to regress back to being a better pitcher, and I just don't want to pick on him. And uh, we got to cut out some spots, so I'm cutting you out, Texas outfield. Uh, you're gone. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Steve Pierce and Tosca Hernandez, those two guys at the top. I don't mind if you want to go cheap with those two. Maybe for a little mini stack against a lefty. I wouldn't hate it, but again, uh, I don't know. I'm a little... Yeah, a little worried with Mike Meyer throwing all those sliders and that being a problem for the Blue Jays' uh, offense. Tim Bay Rays, uh, yeah, just against Pomerantz, really don't want to play any of these guys. Uh, maybe Carlos Gomez for cheap, but I, again, not a spot I want to get too overexposed to. I think I will pass. Red Sox, uh, of course, Blake Snell, right? You can play Betts and uh, J.D. Martinez against a lefty. You can always do it. Mookie Betts really hurt me yesterday. I think I got like 20th in the slam. Uh, I only played like one team, and I got 20th with a Mookie Betts zero. So I'm pretty mad at Mookie Betts after that. Uh, really frustrating. But, uh, yeah, those are obviously two righties. that If you want to pay it for, sure. And uh, Red Sox have one of the higher totals actually on the day. So uh, maybe I should be considering them more, but I'm just a little annoyed about yesterday. But if you have the money for them, of course pay for them. They just don't seem like bats that i'm paying for jd martinez might be one like he's a great one-off i think i'm gonna get exposure to like i'm, I'm doing a, a draft uh a draft semifinals t- tomorrow and i think jd martinez has a good shot at a home run here against the lefty so he's someone i think i'm gonna have on my list of guys that i am considering so yeah just maybe maybe them as a one-off bets or a martinez uh i mean get it i get it you could stack them but that's enough rambling about the red Sox. so uh, let me go to the uh, rockies and uh, against Urena, I think all these lefties are in play. Blackman, Dahl, those are two guys I would look at. But uh, other than that, pass it on this. Uh, pass it on Ian Desmond. Don't think I need to play him. Marlins outfield, I will pass on all those guys. Don't like them in this spot. If this Seattle game goes, I will have no Seattle players. So pass on the outfield. Uh, the Indians, I, Michael Brantley, and that's probably it. If you want to run it back, say you're doing an Indian stack and you want to be contrarian, which again, I don't think you have to go too crazy with your Indian stack today. I think you go one through four, one through five, and you're fine. But uh, I wouldn't mind putting Tyler Nikeen for his power uh, as a wraparound stack. Oakland A's outfield, pass on all of them. Don't think we need to really go that route today. Astros outfield, uh, George Springer, he's the one outfielder I would play, and uh, then I'll pass on the rest. Reds outfield, Winker at the top, he's going to be someone that's very cash viable for cheap, like him, same with Adam Duvall, a fan of him, Scott Shebler, even Billy Hamilton for wraparound, wouldn't hate that, so uh, like that Reds outfield, definitely a team I'm targeting. Uh, yeah, again, it's it's weird. Uh, I don't know why Phil Hughes is a favorite, which has me really concerned about Castillo. Uh, don't know why he's a favorite. It's Phil Hughes. Uh, but anyways, uh, I guess you could play Rosario and Kepler if you wanted uh, and say you believe in this Twins offense. Again, Vegas likes them, and I, I'm just not a believer in this. I don't understand what's what the reason for it is. So I will pass on the Twins outfield personally. White Sox outfield uh, against the lefty. I'll take Trace Thompson. Uh, had him yesterday. He did me well. I'll go back to the well with him if I play this White Sox offense. Uh, Royals outfield. Uh, I, I know the Royals have a really nice run total at 4.7. I'm just wondering where those runs are going to come from. So I don't know. Maybe Whit Merrifield's the only guy I'd play. I just don't love the Royals, uh, even though they have a nice run total. Yankees offense. I'm actually probably not paying for any of these guys here. Uh, again, uh, I don't think the Yankees offense is one that I really want to target on this slate. I know it's against Heaney. I know a lefty that they can obviously take advantage of, but I'll pass. 
I typically love the Angels' offense. They're a team I love to, you know, load up on. I love my boy Jupton. I love Mike Trout and uh, Goat Tani. Yeah, but uh, not the day for you guys. Sorry, I have to leave you off my list. Against Clayton Richard, I, I, I like Cespedes. Uh, I'll probably play him. And if you think that, uh, you know, Wilmer and Cespedes and some of these other guys can get to uh, Clayton Richard early, that Padres bullpen isn't good. So I wouldn't mind uh, making sure you get at least a Conforto or a Jay Bruce in your stack when you make your Mets stacks. But uh, I don't think you're making too many Mets stacks today, and they're not one that I will be making. Against Jacob DeGrom, I will not play any Padres outfielders. They are off my list. Uh, Dodgers, though, against Derek Holland. I mean, Matt Kemp, Puig, and Taylor, I think they're all in play. Obviously, Taylor's probably the guy I would like the most in cash games. Uh, I want kind of the, the guy who's more hitting for, uh, you know, better average in contact. That's kind of the guy I would rather, and that's Chris Taylor. Um, Kemp and Puig in that stadium, obviously tough to hit uh, home runs out of. So I take the guy at the top of the order in my cash games if I want Dodgers exposure through the outfield. And then the Giants uh, against Ryu, I'll pass on these guys. I wouldn't hate McCutcheon. Like if you force me to pick one, uh, that's probably the guy I'd go. Just a, a more talented player uh, than he should, you know, be priced. So, uh, and he gets a lefty, right? He's right hand in this spot. So uh, I guess I could go him. But again, probably a guy that I end up not playing. But that'll about wrap up the slate, guys. Uh, I'll give you my stack of the day, uh, and I'll make it simple. Uh, I've said this all year long. I'm going to keep saying it. And if you never get content from me and it's on that day, you'll know I'm targeting them. You'll know they're probably my stack of the day. Chris Tillman's on the mound. I don't know how Chris Tillman's a favorite, but, hey, he's a favorite. I'm going to target him until he gets uh, sent down to the minors. He is terrible. Someone that I definitely want to be, uh, you know, getting exposure to. Uh, let, let me let me play the Tigers. Uh, Tigers offense is the one I want to load up on here. Like this spot a lot for these guys. Uh, just just seems like the spot is too good for them. Uh, these righties, I'm gonna load up on them. Uh, if you look at the lineup, you know Martin at the top. I'll get him in there. I'll get Candelario, uh, Miguel Cabrera, Blastolano. So I probably won't play Victor Martinez. Probably leave him off and then go to a James McCann who has a lot of power. Or maybe not a lot of power, but enough power where I feel comfortable catcher to go for cheap. Uh, and then maybe even a Jacoby Jones I throw in there. But uh, yeah, that's kind of about it, guys. That's the slate. Give me that terrible Tigers team. Give me the Tigers stack against terrible chris tillman uh that'll be the team that i, I live on in tournaments and hope will make win me a lot of money today and i hope i helped you guys out hope i won you guys a lot of money today if you have any questions for me uh, always hit me up on twitter or have any things that'll say hey uh, you could do this in the podcast better i'm always down to take some uh you know nice nice criticism uh or just uh you know help kind of make the podcast better for you guys if you have suggestions hey i wanted wanted you to do home run derby i'll do that uh give me you know if you want to hear about uh, my favorite your favorite uh cheap picture that you load up on tournaments i'll give you that so uh just kind of hit me up on twitter it's at travis mangone it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e uh and i will help you guys out as much as possible there Again, thanks a lot for joining me, and I am out of here. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 